everyone. Welcome to the show. So an ABC Washington Post poll came out and it's just filled with bad news for Biden. When asked if they wanted the Democratic Party to nominate Biden or someone else, respondents overwhelmingly said someone else. Among Democratic-leaning adults, it was 58%. And with Democrats, it was evenly split at 47 to 47%. Um, and most telling was the percentage of independent voters who lean Democrat. 77% said that the Democrats should nominate someone else. And remember, independent voters handed Biden a win in 2020, and they handed Trump a win in 2016. So they're very key. And although respondents find Biden to be more trustworthy than Trump, 41% compared to 33%, I mean, that's still not breaking, you know, 50%. I mean, that's still pathetic. And those numbers have actually declined since he took office. Um, another huge sticking point for Biden is his mental acuity. Voters overall believe that Biden isn't as mentally sharp as Trump. 32% compared to 54% for Trump. Almost tw by 20%. Also, in regard to physical health, physical fitness to serve, Trump beats out Biden, even though, you know, by any measure, Trump is morbidly obese, but only 33% say Biden is fit enough to serve, while 64% say Trump is more physically fit to serve. So, I mean, just not good. And Biden's overall approval rating is equally abysmal. 36% of all respondents in this poll said that they approve of what he's doing, of the job he's doing. And that has dropped. That's dropped from 42% in February. His disapproval rating is 56%. And among independents, again, very key demographic, key voting block, among independents who voted for Biden in 2020, 57% approve, 30% disapprove. Now, when you compare that to Trump, Biden is doing pretty amazing. Right. I mean, among independent voters who cast their ballot for Trump in 2020, 96 percent disapprove of him. But when the pollsters asked who these respondents would support in 2024, more of them still said Trump. Just very disturbing. 44 percent of people who were voting age adults who were polled said that they would definitely or probably vote for Trump. 44% compared to only 38% who said they would definitely or probably vote for Biden. And another 18% said they're either undecided, um, they mentioned another candidate, whatever, or they're going to sit it out. And in head-to-head -head matchups, Trump, in this poll at least, is beating Biden. 45% said they definitely or probably vote for Trump overall, whereas only 38% said, yeah, definitely or probably Biden. Um, Biden also in a head-to-head -head poll against DeSantis also is losing. 42% said DeSantis, only 37% chose Biden. Um, others polled said, you know, again, they're undecided, they're going to go with someone else, they're not going to vote at all. And when you break it down by party, it's really easy to see where Biden's losing support. Again, it's among independents. 42% of 
said they would definitely or probably vote for Trump, only 34% of independents said that they'll back Biden. So what this tells us is that even a large number of these independents who are saying, we don't like Trump, we disapprove of him, you know, for whatever reason, like I said, 96% said, yeah, I voted for him in 2020, but I don't like him. Of those, you still have a large portion saying, if it's between him and Biden, I'm going to go with Trump. This is even though a majority 56% of the respondents in this poll said that Trump should face criminal charges. Specifically, the 56% was based on his attempt to overturn the election. So that is just unreal, just crazy. And 26% of the independent respondents who said, yeah, Trump needs to be charged, they still said they're going to vote for him over Biden. This should be like a huge red flashing light over the Democratic headquarters. They need to move in a different direction. And here's where Trump really wins in the economy. I, I mean, these people don't know what they're talking about. It's clear. But when they were asked who did a better job of handling the economy, 54% say Trump, only 36% say Biden. And here's the thing with the economy. What a lot of people don't realize, or I shouldn't say a lot, what many people don't realize is we have a multi-prong issue. We still have supply chain issues that are lingering from COVID, right? We we have countries like China, you know, they're a mess right now because they didn't deal with, with COVID right. And now they're dealing with the fallout and blah, blah, blah. Um, there's also the war in Ukraine, right? There's the pressure that that's placing on the cost of energy, cost of fuel. Um, we've got bad foreign actors. We've got Russia jacking up fuel prices, which still are being sold to us through other nations. Uh, we have the Saudis who, of course, want Trump back. But the vast majority of the inflation that we're seeing right now has to do with corporate greed. I heard someone very wisely call it greedflation because that's what it is. Corporations have jacked up their prices. They know they're not going to get the blame because so many people don't pay attention to the news. They don't look at the politics. They just repeat what they hear from their friends and their family or coworkers, right, who are also uninformed or ill-informed. But, and this is a big but, Simone, <laughs> um, Biden could do something about it if he really wanted to. He could use the bully pulpit to call out these corporations and shame them by name. He could impose some sort of penalty on their massive record-breaking profits. He won't, though, because Biden receives so much of his campaign cash from corporate entities and from the wealthy owners of those corporations. So that's, you know, this is another perfect example and another reason why we need someone else, why we need someone like Marianne Williamson, who is not owned by corporate interest, who wants to get money out of politics. You know, getting money out of politics, implementing a stock trading ban for Congress, for their family members, guaranteed family leave, 
um, paid family leave, I should say, free college education, universal health care, federal minimum wage hike, um, you know, free child care, allowing women to choose what they do with their bodies. These are all popular. Closing tax loopholes, making billionaires pay their fair share, imposing a wealth tax. These are not just progressive issues. These are majoritarian issues that poll extremely well with voters. Voters from across the aisle, voters from all political parties want these things. And Congress is just saying, no, no, we don't care what you want. And, you know, if the Democratic Party can't get on board, if they can't adopt some of these wildly popular positions and start pushing for legislation like this on these issues, we are likely to end up with a President Trump again or a, a President DeSantis in the near future. You know, I feel like Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire when I try to plead this case with people. Help me help you, <laughs> you know, knock it off with the socialist BS. Stop allowing the, the right to frame this as socialism. This is when you look at the issues, standalone issues, and you poll them without framing it as socialism, these issues poll very high, even in red states, even with Republicans. They need the Democratic Party needs to hire true marketing experts and they need to come up with very easy catchphrases catchphrases for these for the majority of the country so that they can remember these things and tie them to the democratic party things that they want anyway you know abortion is only going to get them so far they need to lean into progressive economic agendas or this country is done we're doomed the majority of this country is sick and tired of watching the wealthy get wealthier while they can't afford basic necessities. You know, as is often said, they're tired of having too much month at the end of their money. Put down the kente cloth and pick up your goddamn pens and a microphone and start pushing for real change for real people. I mean, hell, there you go. There, there's Biden's new slogan, okay, and his new agenda. Free on me. You can use that one at no cost. Real change for real people. Something that people can get behind if you back it up with action. But if we continue down this road, this BS centrist kind of crap, if we continue to allow the Republicans to frame the issues and scare Democrats away from embracing the majoritarian issues in this country with these buzzwords of socialism and communism, if you keep allowing them to bully you out of doing what your constituents want, and what the majority of people across this country want, they are dooming us. You Democrats, Democratic leaders, hear me. You are dooming us to another four years of Trump or another Trump-like figure. 
someone who's going to whisper in the voters ears, tell them what they want, tell them that everybody else is to blame for why they don't have what they want. The immigrants, the the gays, the, you know, the, the brown and black people, the Democrats, the pedophile Democrats, they're going to use that. And when the alternative is nothing, when people see, okay, well, I have a choice between a party who says, okay, we're not going to do anything for you financially. We're not going to help you in any way on an economic level, but we're not the other guy. So vote for us. When that's your pitch, and then you've got someone on the other side saying, no, I'm going to implement changes for you. I'm going to make your life better. Who do you think the voters are going to go with? It's not rocket science, <laughs> really. And the Democrats are losing young people who overwhelmingly voted for Democrats in the last election. They are absolutely disillusioned and pissed off about what Joe Biden has done, how how he's just kind of, you know, picked at little things, not made any massive real change that the Democrat, he doesn't use the bully pulpit to get his people in line the way Donald Trump would do, the way Donald Trump did for four, Pete, for four years. Donald Trump Effectively, I hate the man more than anyone I've ever hated in my life, but I have to give him credit in that he effectively used the bully pulpit. He had a mass of people behind him, not a majority of the party, but he had enough of a voting block. And they thought wrongfully, but they thought, they believed, and some still do, that he was standing up for them, that he was going to make the changes that would make their lives better. If Biden can do that, if Biden can get enough people behind him and show them some action, show them that he is willing to use the bully pulpit, that he's willing to call people out, even in his own party, and shame them, and turn the country against them, he can also make some serious changes in this country. This is why we needed a Bernie Sanders, because he wasn't afraid to do that. This is why we need a Marianne Williamson, who is not afraid to do that. So I think you guys know who I'm going to be casting my primary vote for. Anyway, guys, I will let you know if I hear any more, but this is not good. This is not good, and the Democrats need to wake the fuck up. All right, I'll talk with you guys soon. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. It helps to keep the show going, and I truly appreciate it. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon. Mm -hmm.